0: Greetings, heathens. Welcome to Hail Satan. This is the podcast exploring Satanism, Culture and life in general through the eyes of modern Satanists. My name is Joseph Rose. I'm a member of an amazing independent congregation called Satanic Delco, and we welcome members from anywhere in the world. If you want to learn a little more, visit satanicdelco.com. Today I'm going to speak with the Satanic Housewife. Her name is Eve. And she's a TikTok creator, abortion activist, and she is a Satanist being sued by the Satanic Temple. But first, let me acknowledge a bunch of fantastic Satanists that have joined up with Satanic Delco recently on Patreon. We have Jesse, Tom, Brandon, Sloan, Robbo, Jordan, Maddie, Wendy, Jessesaurus, Rex, Alec, Jamie, Anders, and Magnus. Thank you very much, everybody. I know some of you have already been interacting with us on Discord and Zoom, which is great. I appreciate your support. If you have a moment, please visit the website at HailSatanPodcast.com. You'll find links to join me on social media, a form to send me an email, and a link to join up with us all on Patreon. We have a few different tiers to choose from with various benefits, including the amazing Greetings from Hell Satanic Postcard of the Month Club. That is the most direct way you can support me and this show. If you'd like to do that, visit hailsatanpodcast.com. All right, guys, before we go any further, I want to be clear about a few things related to this episode. I have completed exactly zero days of formal education in the areas of practicing law and understanding the legal system. My goal here is to present both sides of a story that is of interest to the satanic community. In this episode, we'll be hearing from one side, which is that of the defendant. I am now publicly extending an open invitation to the other side, which would be the plaintiff. So, if the Satanic Temple's attorney or spokesperson would like to come on and talk, I would welcome it. And you might ask, why am I even talking about this topic today? Honestly, I wish I wasn't. I wish this wasn't a thing. I would get much more personal satisfaction out of writing and talking about outsider Satanism. The question is really, why the fuck isn't anyone else talking about this? There are a whole bunch of podcasts out there with a focus on Satanism in one way or another. But for some reason, there is a real lack of coverage when it comes to the actual real-world culture of modern Satanism, especially as it relates to the Satanic Temple end of the spectrum. These Shows will have Lucian Greaves on as a guest or one of the various authors that write books related to TST. I've had some of those people on as well. But go dig through those episode libraries and try to find examples of them being legitimately critical of the Satanic Temple. You won't find it. And there are two likely explanations for that. Either TST is absolutely perfect And there simply isn't any room to criticize them, or people are choosing to keep their mouths shut about those criticisms for various reasons. In fact, I personally know some folks who had a satanic podcast for a while. They don't do it anymore. They had Lucian Greaves on their show, and in advance of it, they had to agree not to ask him any questions that weren't approved ahead of time. He was there to promote a specific project related to TST, and they were told to stick to that topic only, so they obeyed. The show went up, and after a short while, there was some conflict in TST related to Lucian and the other TST member who was on the show, and the podcast hosts were asked to delete their episode. And again, they obeyed. So, if you're a person interested in Satanism— Or the Satanic Temple, and you want to know about what's going on in that world, you aren't going to hear about it from the Satanic Temple, and you aren't going to hear about it from any of the various outlets run by their flock. I'm sure most of you know that the Satanic Temple is involved with a lot of lawsuits. That's what they're kind of known for. They are often related to abortion rights. Sometimes they involve free speech issues with a focus on performative plurality, and things like that. And they are proud of these lawsuits. They have a whole page on their website that lists the various lawsuits and explains what they're about. They also send lots of emails that keep everyone up to date about the suits and to ask for donations to keep the suits going. They post on Facebook and Twitter about these lawsuits. But they aren't so proud of all of the lawsuits. There are a handful of them that they hide from you. If TST has a website where they proudly list all of these lawsuits, why wouldn't they list all of them, I wonder? Well, there are several that they don't list. They don't include them in emails or social posts. For example, there's been a long-running suit against a group of former members. There's one against Newsweek. And then there is also the one that we'll be talking about today. But before we get into our interview, I'd like to share some information about a category of lawsuits referred to as a SLAPP suit, that is S L A P P, which stands for strategic lawsuit against public participation. The information I'm sharing here is courtesy of the Free Speech Center at MTSU. A SLAPP suit May look like a civil lawsuit for defamation, among some other things, but its purpose is different. Judge J. Nicholas Colabella wrote Short of a gun to the head, a greater threat to First Amendment expression can scarcely be imagined. That's pretty serious shit, right? The term slap suit was coined in the 1980s after a surge in lawsuits filed to silence public criticism by citizens. Most often, these slap suits get dismissed. However, the non-legal effect of slap suits remains. A defendant in such a suit may succeed legally, but lose nevertheless, having expended large amounts of time and money in defending against the lawsuit. Of course, Hiring a defense attorney to do all this work is very expensive. The longer the case goes on, the more expensive it becomes, and winning the case doesn't fix that. But perhaps even more damaging is the effect that such suits can have on those who have not yet been targeted. The desire to avoid being sued translates into a reluctance to participate in public debate. So let me boil it down real quick. If you're critical of some entity out there, maybe it's a politician or an activist group with deep pockets, they can sue you for defamation or some similar accusation. And in doing so, they force you to spend untold thousands of dollars to defend yourself. And at the same time, it sends a message to the public that you all better keep your fucking mouths shut Or you'll be next. It threatens and bullies people into not expressing criticism out of fear that they too will be sued into bankruptcy. But all right, I'll relax. Now, let me calm down and offer you a word from our sponsor. It is a small company called Satan Street Coffee. So let's quickly talk to our pal Jerry, who is a very regular coffee drinker, unlike myself. Hello, Jerry.
1: Hello, Joseph.
0: You just had some of this Satan Street coffee, correct? Yes, I did. What do you think of this? Tell me all about
1: it. This is a robust flavor. This is different than what I'm used to. What have you
0: got there? Do you know what you're drinking?
1: I go to a lot of the smaller shops, so this gives me the same type of vibe. So, like, type places that grind and roast their beans in one spot. And if this is from a bag, it's actually quite exceptional.
0: It is from a bag. I have a couple of bags that they sent me. These are 12-ounce bags. I don't know if that's some sort of a standard, but so you know, these are 12-ounce bags that I've got here. The coffee ships the day that it's roasted so that it stays fresh for you guys. And it is sustainably and organically grown, GMO-free, if that's important to you guys.
1: Well, what I like about this is uh, in doing a little bit of research here is that there is a subscription, a coffee subscription.
0: They do have a subscription.
1: It's a, it's available for all the roasts. So I don't exactly know which one I did because it was brought to me. Right. and I don't know what it was.
0: I frankly but, forget which one we even made, so <laughs> but I can't you, tell you.
1: But by subscribing, which is sticks with the theme, and I think that's cute. It's a, it will save you 6.66% right. off of the price of the standard bag of Satan Street Coffee.
0: Yeah, if you do one of their subscriptions, you do get a discount of 6.66%, which is nice.
1: And also, they're doing a sale, the damned opening sale. It's going on right now. So you got to go to SatanStreetCoffee.com. That's right. Guys,
0: subscribe. if you're interested, please visit SatanStreetCoffee.com. Donnie, hit the jingle. For the best satanic coffee, go to Satan Street Coffee. Satan Street Coffee is the best. Yeah. All right, guys, allow me to introduce my guest for today. Her name is Eve, and she is known online as the Satanic Housewife. Welcome, Eve.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: You got it. So, what is the Satanic Housewife? What is your platform all about?
2: So, I love homemaking. Well, I, I love recipes and dinner parties and hosting and all of these things. I'm also a parent um, and I feel that parenting has evolved, thankfully. Um, and so I like sharing about that. But all of the spaces I could find online with things around like hosting and parenting and just lifestyle blogging seem to be very religious. I couldn't find any that didn't have that tone there or that weren't blatantly religious. So I made a space, and that's where the satanic housewife comes from.
0: That's great. Yeah, it doesn't even seem necessary that all those things would have to be tied up and all of that stuff. But yeah, not that I've ever Mm -hmm. spent much time exploring it, but yeah, that is a little (laughs) weird. I've been talking a bunch recently about how the term Satanism alone doesn't really have a clear meaning these days. So can you talk a little bit about your history with Satanism and— What kind of Satanism you align or identify with?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think for me, Satanism is about questioning authority that comes in. Uh, Just because it's an authority figure doesn't mean that it should be obeyed. And also, it's that underdog mentality uh, that really kicks it for me. I um, had a fairly rough life, and to keep things going, it was that knowledge that I'm going to make it. It's going to work. It's going to be okay. There is no other option. This will happen. And so I carried that with me through most of my life. And as I became an adult, I started discovering Satanism and the myriad of ways to interpret that, despite what some uh, areas of the internet would like to tell you, I do feel that there are ways to interpret Satanism. Uh, And that's how that evolved for me.
0: Are you... Or were you a member of the Satanic Temple?
2: I was. I was a very active member of my local chapter for the Satanic Temple.
0: Okay. Obviously, our story will take us into uh, a direction here. Do you consider yourself a member of TST anymore?
2: I do not. I left the temple quite a few years ago, actually, um, and I waited... I don't know if it was a full year, I'd have to look it up, but I waited a very long time between leaving and publishing a piece on my experience with my local chapter and why I ended up leaving that local chapter. I wanted to have that break in between so people couldn't read it and, and feel like it was a vengeful piece that, that I was doing this out of malice. So I thought with a good long break, people could appreciate that this was something I had sat with. I had internalized, I had worked through, and now I was sharing it. It wasn't something that was done through stress or rage.
0: Sure, and maybe better to, you know, not have it be just an emotional reaction. Yes. Is the general philosophy mostly defined by the seven tenets? Is that sort of still your flavor of Satanism? Aside Um, from the organization itself?
2: I think that... Gosh, I don't. (laughs) It's difficult to discuss. I don't want people to, uh, you know, attack me online. However, I think that the seven tenets are general enough that they are applicable to everybody. Uh, No, no matter. Well, to most everybody, there's small you know religions that would disagree with some of the tenets, but I think that they're just general ways of being a good human. I don't think that they are specifically nailed down to one religion. It's just the way that they worded it, that would make it seven tenets for the Satanic Temple. But the message is the same message that you're fighting in many other religions and in for people that aren't religious also.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they are very generalized for sure.
2: Which I understand why they would have to be, to be honest. Yeah, I think it
0: really does serve the model of the Satanic Temple for them to be that way. The issue of abortion rights – seemed mm-hmm. to be a real priority for you. Why is that one so important? And have you had any history of activism or anything in that area?
2: Yeah, um, abortion rights to me are very important for one, because I feel like you should get to do with your body what you feel is right for your body. Um, and I've had a bunch of medical problems in my past and in having to deal with the medical community, there's just this, there's the experiences that I've had that have really solidified for me that thought of it's your body and you get to do with it what you feel like you should be doing. Um, In that vein, I'm also a big supporter of death with dignity. I think we should be able to die when we are ready. It is your decision is your body. So for abortion rights, that is a big part of it. The other part is I have a uterus. (laughs) So um, I uh, need to be able to take care of that um, I have children, and they have a uterus. So I want them to be able to have medically necessary procedures um, or elective procedures. I don't think that we should pigeonhole abortion to, well, if, you know, it's a topic. Go ahead, but I could go off on that. Um, and as far as activism goes, I have been a huge physical and online supporter of abortion rights. I Follow many pages. I will retweet. I will share comment. Every year, I do this big abortion fundraiser where I bake an insane amount of cookies. (laughs) Um, I think last year I baked 550 cookies in one day, and they're all sold. And all of the proceeds, every single bit of it, goes to local to me uh, abortion funds. This last year, it was uh, the Frontera Fund, which is in the Rio Grande Valley down in Texas. Um, But I. I speak on it. I have fun t-shirts. I, I don't mind getting into it in public with people about it. It's just something I feel very strongly about.
0: That's sort of the issue for you.
2: Yes, that's where it all started. One. Gotcha. Yep.
0: So as of November of 2022, you got the news that you're being sued by the satanic temple. Their claim Is that you quote published several false and defamatory statements regarding the Satanic Temple Incorporated? So I want to give you a chance to tell your story as accurately as you can or want to. I think I have a pretty good timeline of events here. And if it's okay, we'll go through that and you can fill in any of the blanks as much as you want. Sound good?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, that works for me.
0: Good. Let's travel back to May. 2022 and start there. What was it that motivated you to make a video about the satanic temple? And what were you hoping to accomplish with it?
2: I remember the exact moment that this happened. (laughs) I was on Twitter um, and Twitter, you know, shares things they think you should see. Uh, And because I follow Satanists, I see a lot of TST stuff, even though it's not TST specific for me. And I saw, I think it was their billboard. It was the one where um, they had wordings where it was like the satanic temple, the last bastion of hope for abortion rights. So yeah. let me let me
0: pause you for a minute, <laughs> just so everyone knows TST has had a billboard up. I believe this one is in Phoenix, Arizona, and maybe some other locations. I'm not quite sure about that. And the text on this one billboard says our religious abortion ritual averts many state restrictions. And to me, Mm -hmm. when I read that, the message is essentially saying, if you join TST, our abortion ritual will avert state restrictions and allow you to get your abortion. Is that pretty much how you would interpret that? Yeah.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay. So yeah, you saw this billboard and you had some feelings about it.
2: I did. Um, And this was right before Roe v. Wade was overturned. So this was a very tumultuous time there were a lot of feelings uh, a lot of fear a lot of uncertainty Uh, but one thing that was very certain is that the satanic temple did not have the ability to protect your access to abortion if roe v wade was overturned so i saw that tweet and i think i saw like a couple others too um and tiktok oh man tiktok can be so good and so bad Mm -hmm. um People were posting videos on TikTok, like, oh yeah, take away my abortion rights. It doesn't matter. I'm a TST member. Um, and so I saw all of this in in a very short span, in like an hour plus. I was bombarded with all of this information. And I remember being like, No, this is not right. People are going to get hurt with this misinformation. And I walked out of my house into my backyard and the sun was setting, and I was like, I have to make a video. I have to let people know that. But this isn't right. This is going to get them in a position that is very dangerous. Somebody is going to take this information at face value, and they are going to think that being a member of TST protects their access to abortion. They're going to be in a position where they need an abortion, walk into a clinic waving around their little TST membership card, and then be denied that abortion because it doesn't do anything. It doesn't protect them. Then what are they going to do? They're going to be in quite a predicament. This is a dangerous situation. And when people are in dangerous situations, they make dangerous choices. And so I want to prevent that.
0: Yeah. The abortion activist or concerned person interested in abortions in you just saw what you thought was maybe misinformation. And out of a concern, you thought, let me. Do at least my little part to correct this information to the people who might need it.
2: Yes. Yeah. And it's definitely a little part because I don't have a big following on social media. Uh, I think my TikTok had like 3,000 followers at that point in time.
0: But you just you felt motivated. okay? I disagree with this. I need to get the information out there.
2: Yeah, because I posted on my TikTok about my abortion fundraisers and, and access and all of these things. So it wasn't an unusual topic to see on my TikTok. Gotcha.
0: And so on my timeline, we're leading to May 3rd. You posted your first video related to this topic. I have the audio of all of these videos, so I'll play the audio of this one right now.
2: So this might get me some interesting comments on TikTok, but do not give any money to the Satanic Temple to fight for abortion rights. And before you get angry, peep the name Satanic Housewife, okay? I'll post in the comments where you can find and verify everything that I'm going to tell you in a recent court case for something else that TST is involved in who can keep up at this point. Lucian openly admitted to taking the money fundraised for court cases and for abortion rights advocacy and using it to pay his personal bills instead. Aside from everything else, like the satanic temple Suing former members to make them be quiet about the stuff they experienced while in the temple. About one of their chapter leaders being accused of sexual assault and TST kicking the victim out of the chapter. About how their head of ministry is really good friends with alt-right celebrities like Milo Yiannopoulos or however you say that fuck's name. Or maybe about how some of their suggested reading has strong anti-Semitic themes. We're not even going to touch on the Might is Right podcast that Lucian did. Don't give them your money. If you want to help abortion access, find a local abortion services provider and donate your time or money to them. Get involved in local schools and have sex education kept inside schools. Stock up on Plan B even if you don't need it help people find, fund, and secure vasectomies and long-term birth control. The biggest thing I'm gonna say is don't try and reinvent the wheel. Whatever it is that you're thinking of creating, I guarantee you that org already exists and they could use your support rather than your accidental competition. If you have questions about any of this, I am very glad to have the conversation. If you attack me in the comments, I'm very glad just to get rid of you and go on with my day.
0: In that video, you make several, I guess, direct claims to various things, and I have them listed here, and if it's okay, we can go through them and allow you to clarify or expand on any of them if you'd like. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, The first one, and I believe these are all your words, and so if you feel I have any of them wrong, you'd be sure to let me know. It says that Lucian Greaves openly admitted to taking the money fundraised for court cases and for abortion rights advocacy and using it to pay his personal bills instead.
2: That's a quote from the video.
0: <laughs> so on that one, is there anything you want to add with any of these or give any context to for any of these if you have a source or information that basically led you to feel these claims that you were making?
2: Yeah, Um so... That's probably the one thing that I said in the video that I hold issue with the way that I said it. Not okay. what I said, but the way that I said it. How I said it was... It could have been better. Sure. Uh, however, I got this information from court deposition transcripts. This isn't something that I was making up um, or you know gleaned from something that I had read online. Uh, I'm trying to find it while we're talking. So I know... There were two separate court cases that I had known about where uh, Lucian was paid money from the Satanic Temple or Reason Alliance or United Federation of Churches, whichever company they were using at the time. So one of those cases is, um, oh, the Bell Plains case with the Veterans Monument. Right. There is an invoice. Um, from Reason alliance and it's four thousand dollars and it's a payment solution for his work on this monument then the second case is i believe kv thurston and it is a discussion going back and forth um and in this back and forth there is a discussion where they're asking all right well do you take a salary he says no i don't take a salary okay well how are you are you paying bills? And the answer is, well, I, I take money as needed, but it's never more than $2,000 to stay afloat.
0: Yes. Um, yes. And, and I am just, just so you know, I am familiar with the exact document you're speaking of. I was reading it just today and I'm familiar with the passage that you are referencing.
2: Yep. Yeah, it is uh, KB Thurston page 236. Wow. They say, no, we don't receive regular compensation. There's no regular set compensation salary or anything like that sometimes, uh, to pay rent and that kind of thing. It wasn't like there was never more than $2,000 a month. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it. So I knew about those two things. And that is what I was speaking to when I said the money fundraised for what you think is going towards court cases to fight for rights and for advocacy, um, is instead part of that $2,000 a month. And the thing that is important to to clarify is, I am not in any way stating that I think Lucian shouldn't be paid. I think running the organization is time consuming. I think that is something that should be a salaried position. Of course, I think there should be a set salary. I think there should be a treasury and a board, and I think all of those things should be different people. Um, but there's there's no reason to not be paid. The problem that I have is not that he is paid. The problem that I have is the manipulation for public perception of what happens with the funds donated to TST.
0: Yes. Related to this part of it, you know, the statement that some of us have been familiar with that we've heard a few times from Lucian Greaves is that I don't collect a salary from the satanic temple. That's usually his words. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, on the face of it, that sounds like, well, I don't even get paid from this. Well, he didn't say (laughs) that. He said, I don't collect a salary, and a salary is a very specific word with a very specific definition. And if he were, you know, if he wanted to carry on that sentence a little longer, he could say something like, I don't collect a salary from the satanic temple, but I dip into the general fund whenever I fucking feel like it. Um, that is that is one way he could have put it. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: he's, um, I mean, honestly, he's very intelligent, and I do think that the word choice is purposeful and it, intentional.
0: Yes, I'm sure it is. Um, all right, so that was the first one. The second claim says, aside from everything else, like the satanic temple suing former members to make them be quiet about the stuff they experience while in the temple.
2: Yes. That is also a quote from the video. Um, and I think most everybody paying attention uh, would be able to understand that that is me talking about the queer satanic lawsuits.
0: And do you, I won't, you know, we could go off on a wild tangent just about that situation and lawsuit. <laughs>
2: we could. Uh, that is
0: an episode or two in and of itself. Um, but do you see similarities between the cases?
2: I do. Um, I see similarities in those cases, in this case, in the Lamar advertising case, in the Newsweek author case. I do.
0: Yeah. Okay. And the next one says about one of their chapter leaders being accused of sexual assault and TST kicking the victim out of the chapter.
2: This is probably the worst part of what they ultimately made me do, uh, that everything around this victim is primarily why the, um, the video that I'm sure we'll talk about later had me in tears. I am a sexual assault survivor myself, and I am a a woman identifying person. And as a woman identifying person, the the statistics around sexual assaults and the way that we have to live because of this, it's, it's a whole thing. It's hard, it's hard to, um, articulate, but this person was in my local chapter this was here where where i am and this person reported that they were sexually assaulted and they uh they filed they had a detective there was police reports involved um as with most sexual assault cases and that's specific that we can look up with most of them unfortunately they are dropped they don't have the time, they don't have the money, they don't have the manpower, they don't care. And this case was dropped. And through the responses that I received from TST's lawyer, the uh, response that I received was that TST investigated itself and found that itself had done nothing wrong. So for me to feel like they took missteps in their actions was defamatory. I think... For an organization that is all about rights and freedom and support and they're supposed to be so politically active and they're supposed to be so now and, and present and on top of the things that matter and making good change for this reaction to a sexual assault victim in one of their chapters was disgusting. It was ter- I want I want to hug her and let her know that. People don't view her that way. And the way that she was treated was terrible. And I'm so sorry that that happened to her. And it's just off of the allegation. Now, I'm not saying what did or did not happen. I'm just saying that, hey, somebody reported that they were sexually assaulted. And these were the actions that followed. Right. And it's what happened. That's that's all that it is. I'm not saying this did happen. This didn't happen. I'm saying this person reported that this happened. And this is how TST responded to it. And that's factual. She's posted this. She has shared this. Her friends have reached out to me on social media. Um, There are the emails that she received from the satanic temple, letting her know that she's no longer welcome as a member.
0: Yeah, that is one. I've had no knowledge of that situation. I guess there's no real reason that I would. Um, I was unaware of it until your situation came about. That was the first I'd heard of it. Um, But yeah, it doesn't sound pleasant. So the next one in your video says about how their head of ministry is really good friends with alt-right celebrities like Milo Yiannopoulos, or however you say that fuck's name. That was your quote. Uh,
2: Yeah, fuck him. He doesn't deserve to have his name pronounced correctly.
0: (laughs) And Uh, their head of ministry, is this alluding to, uh, he goes by the name Penemu and also Greg Stevens.
2: Yes, that is the person that I was speaking to. Okay. Uh, The person who is in photographs with Milo Yiannopoulos while they are out golfing together. Uh, The very same person who himself called Milo Yiannopoulos his very good friend.
0: Right, And I am just, you know, for our listeners sake here. Uh, I am familiar with who those characters are and I am familiar with the exact photographs you're talking about. I've seen them. I'm familiar with the situation. I don't know much more than that, but I know that that exists and um, you're not, you're not wrong in your memory of that information.
2: Um, Yeah. And on top of that, while I was trying to find those photographs for my lawsuit, (laughs) Um, I found others. Mm. I found um, other affiliation where Greg Stevens, was the book editor for Mike Cernovich, who is a self-professed alt-right follower celebrity. Hmm. Um, And there's, you know, tweets and and back and forth talks between them where they call each other brother and and friend and all of these things. So there's, it's in black and white. So from your Um, perspective,
0: you see sort of a pattern of behavior there.
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, Because the, that's how it went. <laughs> I see it. These exist. He took the picture of him with these people and he posted it online. So for me to say that that exists is not defamatory. Uh, what I do want to point out is that the temple is saying that what is defamatory is not that I said he has alt-right affiliation. It's that I didn't clarify that he's no longer friends with these people. Gotcha. So they, uh-huh. they said, yeah, he was friends with them. Most certainly he sure was. Uh, but you can't say that anymore. Right. Well, I don't have that information. I, like he didn't make a public, I'm no longer friends with this person. Some of these were uh I think like 2016 or whatever. But um yeah, the, the defense was that he was friends with him, but he's not any longer.
0: Got it. Okay. Um and then there is one that says maybe about how some of their suggested reading has strong anti-Semitic themes.
2: Yes, I was actually on Black Mass Appeal podcast to talk about that. Okay. Um, I I was on the podcast where we discussed Revolt of the Angels. And ultimately, my stance was that, no, I couldn't suggest this book to other people to read because of the anti-Semitic themes.
0: It's funny. When you just said that, my my memory was jogged. And I don't even know how or why I would remember this. But – is my memory correct in thinking that you said you wouldn't recommend it to Satanists because it made you feel squicky? Ah,
2: yes, squicky is is a word that I
0: use. All right, I just want to be sure that I remembered that correctly.
2: That was me.
0: Okay, and yeah, so and so the book that you were specifically mentioning was Revolt of the Angels.
2: Yeah, which is a book that is, you know, high up on their recommended reading list. This is a book that that the local chapter that I was exposed to would often herald as, you know, one of the books that you should be reading if you want to know anything about PST Satanism. Mm. So because it was such a strongly suggested book and it has these themes in it, that's why I said what I said.
0: Right. Okay. And then the... The last one on there says, We're not even going to touch on the Might Is Right podcast that Lucian did. Um, and I don't know about the listeners of this podcast, but I feel like so many of us have discussed that one. Um, yeah. It's that one. Disgust. If there's one that is more prominently sort of known about, that's the one. Uh, I've had yeah. Shane Bugby on this show and he told his part of it. And so, yeah, I mean, if you guys don't know what that's all about, we can catch you up at another time, but,
1: but <laughs> the information see, is out yeah. there. Um, yeah.
2: I brought that one up in my post, not because I thought it was something people didn't know about. Um, I, I think that anybody in our communities has heard this. Uh, the thing for me is like, I mean, everybody fucks up. Everybody has made a mistake. Some mistakes way bigger than others. Sure. Everybody has made mistakes. Uh, the things that we hear when we bring up this podcast, is people are like, Oh, well, he apologized. He apologized. And he did uh you know beautiful eloquent apology i would expect nothing less but the thing that counts is the change afterwards if you apologize but your actions aren't any different that's where the problem is so when you apologize for your might is right podcast but you hire a head of ministry or you take on not hire, because no money exchange uh, you take on a head of ministry with this alt-right affiliation that's a bigger problem when you have the lawyer Uh, with the alt-right affiliation, that is also a problem. So yes, he apologized, but the actions thereafter didn't uphold that. And that's why I bring it up.
0: Gotcha. And after that list of claims in the video, you said, don't give them your money. If you want to help abortion access, find a local abortion services provider and donate your time or money to them.
1: Yes, and that, absolutely. that's
0: what you feel is the best sort of course of action for a person who wants to benefit that cause?
2: I do. Uh, you should be looking more locally. Uh, things like Planned Parenthood are wonderful and they're big national organizations, but supporting where you live, give where you live, you know, um, I think that would make the most immediate difference to your direct community. Of course, if you want to give to something else or some other state like Have fun. I currently live in Texas and I have supported like the Baltimore abortion fund. They have the coolest t-shirts that I've ever seen. Um, So I'm not telling people to not, but giving locally, I think is one of the more powerful impacts that you could have in your direct community.
0: Sure. Um, So that was most of it for that video. Did that video start to get some attention and feedback after it was up there?
2: It did not, actually. Hmm. (laughs) I mean, it didn't really... Um, blow up. I don't I don't I wouldn't consider that it has blown up even since there was a very popular YouTuber who made a video about the satanic temple and most of the way through that this person mentioned me for all of like ten seconds, um, and mentioned my blog, not even my TikTok. And it was after that when I received the demand letter.
0: Okay, and this was the Illuminati YouTube channel? Yes. Okay. So she made a video, mentioned your blog in it, and that sort of started driving more traffic to your site? I'm assuming so. Yeah.
2: That's the only thing I can think
0: of. Okay. So we move forward just a little bit on to May 5th. You posted a second video. Here is the audio of that one.
2: All right. We have to cover a couple more things about the Satanic Temple. Many of you are stating that you joined strictly to have your bodily autonomy protected, to have your rights to abortion access continued even if Roe v. Wade is overturned. What I'm trying to help everybody understand is that the Satanic Temple has no grounds to help you maintain abortion access. In fact, they've tried this previously and failed each time because they don't have standing. So while you might not have donated money, your support is convincing others that this is the thing to do to help themselves feel safe. I know that we all want to feel safe right now and that we're all desperately searching for a safe space. I don't know what the answer really is. I don't know what the solution is, but I do know that the Satanic Temple isn't the solution. And the more we're able to realize that, and the more we're able to help others realize that, the quicker we can figure out what the solution actually is.
0: I have a couple bits of that video noted here. You said, the Satanic Temple has no grounds to help you maintain abortion access, and I don't know what the solution is, but I do know the Satanic Temple isn't the solution.
2: Yes. The, uh, The lawsuits that they had done previously, they lost. (laughs) <laughs> they had already tried the thing that they're saying, we're going to do this and it's going to win. Well, you've already done this and it lost. Um, so that's what I was saying when I said they don't have standing. You, you've already lost this case. You've already tried it. You've already lost it. Yes, you can try it again. Nobody is stopping you. Yes, sometimes it takes a couple times to get through court before you get the uh, answer that you would like to have. But the fact is that the answer that you have currently is that you don't have standing to protect their abortion access.
0: Right. Yeah. As we sit here today in late January of 2023, uh, they've not yet scored a victory in any of their cases involving abortion or otherwise, but they are still working on it. There's been appeals and uh, all of those things to advance those cases. But yeah, so far they have hit roadblock after roadblock in those cases.
2: Yeah. And just to throw that out there, I want to be clear. Like, why would I not want them to win? Yes. <laughs> I am a huge abortion supporter. Like, I want you to have your abortions. I want you to have your access. If the satanic temple gets that win, like, I want that. That would be great. But they haven't. Right. And so that's what I was talking to. They haven't. The things that have helped, that's what I want to steer people towards.
0: Right. And there are avenues that have found success. Uh, Planned Parenthood has had various successes. The ACLU and the Freedom From Religion Foundation have had some successes related to abortion cases. Um, Correct.
2: And and there's things like the Auntie Network that can help people connect with people in other states or travel so that they can get their abortion. There's organizations that are helping people physically get the things that they need.
0: Right. Okay. And so we move forward a little bit and we get to June 9th. You got an email from Matt Keziah, who is the primary attorney for the Satanic Temple. Listeners of this podcast might be familiar with him. We spoke about him back when he emailed me on behalf of TST, threatening to sue me over sharing some gross, embarrassing bits from TST's ordination program. What was his email to you all about?
2: Uh, It was the demand letter, which we just went – Point by point through it was, uh, in fact, that was it. It just said, please see the attached demand letter. <laughs> and okay. Then it had that letter that we covered.
0: Gotcha. I believe I have that email here in it. He stated, we intend to file suit unless you publish a sufficient correction, clarification, or retraction of the defamatory statements. Correct. Was it yep. your understanding that as long as you posted a retraction video, you would not be sued?
2: It was my understanding, yes. Okay. There are multiple email communications over the months, um, and multiple times I am told TST does not want to sue you. If you just do what we're asking you to do, we don't want to sue you. Just cooperate and everything will be fine. Right.
0: Did he provide you? In that email with enough information as to what would make a sufficient correction, clarification, or retraction?
2: I would say no, uh, but that might just be because I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he was looking for. Um, I still don't know what he was looking for. I, I read the script that he gave me, and I'm still being sued. So I have no idea what they want from me. Right.
0: And then around June 16th of 2022, you received another email. What was that one all about?
2: Yeah, because I had responded to them um, when he sent me that demand letter. It was like, here's all the things that you said that we feel are defamatory. I wrote back and I was like, all right, cool. Um, Here's why it's not. And I attached like all of the evidence. I attached the court cases. I attached the pictures. I, I attached the things that I had readily available it's like okay here's um here's why i said what i said here's why i feel the way that i feel um and we had a couple emails back and forth uh going point by point uh those points being the the things that we discovered earlier and so you're talking about the 16th oh this is oh this is the ultimatum email right okay i remember this the other fun behind the scenes thing that was going on um, while the Satanic Temple was threatening to sue me and sending me these emails, is that I was, uh, at one point, honestly dying from COVID. I was bedridden for over six weeks. Mm.
1: Uh,
2: I wasn't able to walk at one point. I, I had to use a wheelchair and mobility aids to get around. I couldn't breathe. Um, shit was very scary for me. So while dealing with that, finally starting to make a bit of a recovery from that, I then have all of this stuff from the Satanic Temple. Right. Now, on a personal note. That was just a blast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know, you know, on my end, I'm aware of the fact that you've uh, had some hospital time and things like that related yeah. to your illness. Um,
2: yeah. It's for, I'm, I'm lung damaged forever sure. <laughs> dealing with it, but so I was dealing with all that, but still being as prompt as I could in my email replies. Um, being as kind, as professional as I could. Um, And so we had had a couple emails back and forth and a different person had hopped in the email chain and she said, Hey, how about we have a phone call? I think that we could get this all solved. If we just have a phone call, I was like, you know what? I think that sounds great. Um, Electronic communication isn't ideal. You can't tell tone or inflection. Um, So it's like, yeah, we're going to do phone call. Phone call sounds great. The June 16th, uh, met, yeah, he said basically, no, we're not doing a phone call. Uh, and here's the last email that I'm sending you. And I've come to the conclusion that an ultimatum is the only way we can resolve the impact. I'll summarize why below. And he again went point by point and um, had told me was wrong on a lot of these things. And I think part of it might be because of the email communication. So where Haya had said like with the funds that Lucian does indeed get paid. I was like, you know, this is from, here's the invoice from Bell Plains. And also here's the information from KV Thurston. This lawyer took that as me shifting my claim. And he said, that's not shifting. That's further evidence and further support. Uh, but he sent me this ultimatum and basically told me uh, that I was going to do what they wanted to do or they were going to file and at the end of this email, they outline the ultimatum that this is the last email I intend to send on this matter before filing a complaint. They tell me they've already retained legal counsel in, in my area because we don't live in the same state. So, uh, and then he provides me with a script. Here's a shorter statement that will serve TST's purposes. And he gives me the script to read in my TikTok video.
0: Right. And I think it was maybe the very next day after that ultimatum was given on June 17th, you posted this third video.
2: I don't even know how to start this video. <laughs> I made a good faith effort to try to give y'all the information that I had that I thought was valuable for you to know. And now. The satanic temple is threatening to sue me. This is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. For reasons that I can't even talk about. But here goes. The TikTok post I made contained many statements that are provably untrue. I regret having made the post and the harm it has unfairly and unjustly caused the Satanic Temple. I know of no credible claims that the Satanic Temple has ever misappropriated funds. The Satanic Temple's lawsuit against the Johnson defendants who call themselves queer Satanic is over Facebook pages they admitted they stole from the Satanic Temple. (laughs) I know of no... I know of no credible claims that the Satanic Temple condones sexual assault or punishes victims of assault. I know of no credible claim that the Satanic Temple has alt-right ties. I sincerely apologize for my hurtful, misleading, and dishonest statements.
0: How much of that video was your own words and how much was given to you specifically from TST's lawyer?
2: I had a couple opening statements uh, where I was saying that, um, like, I can't tell people why this hurts as bad as it hurts. Uh, And then I proceed to read their statement and I don't embellish their statement. I don't add anything into their statement. Um, I don't say anything after I've read their statement. It was pretty trite. It was what they gave me to say. Yeah.
0: When you listen back to what you said in that video, does it feel like you sincerely meant what you were saying? Or did you say it simply because you were being threatened with a lawsuit? If you didn't comply.
2: That's difficult to answer uh, because things like where they made me say, I know of no credible claims. The satanic temple has alt-right ties. I have literal pictures. Right. Uh, So that's difficult to say. Uh, One of the things that I'm very proud of for myself is that through this hard life I've mentioned that I've had, I've learned how to be assertive for myself. How to say things that need to be said, even if it upsets somebody. I'm still going to say it kindly. I'm not here to be an asshole, but I am going to be assertive. And so I've built my whole being around being truthful and being honest. And I don't know everything. And there have been many times where I have said things and I've had to come back and be like, Hey, you know what? I was wrong. Uh, I have learned. I've grown. Here's the correct information. I don't mind doing that when it's true.
0: Would it be accurate to say that as of right now, you stand by the original claims you made in the first couple of videos or has your position changed on any of that stuff?
2: I think for legal purposes, I would say that some of the things that I said were not said in the correct manner, but the things that I said, I do still stand by.
0: Okay. Moving ahead a bit to June 24th, a few days after you posted that retraction video, You posted another video reiterating once again, in your words, that being a member of the Satanic Temple does not give you access to abortion. Here is the audio.
2: Now that we've lost Roe v. Wade, I want to send a friendly reminder that being a member of the Satanic Temple does not give you access to abortion. Also interesting to note that this statement from TST's lawyer seems to say that TST only supports abortion up to the end of the first trimester. Apparently, your bodily autonomy has a clock on it. Find local abortion orgs that have already been doing this work, that already have a network and support them.
0: I was a little surprised that there was a video posted about this after the ultimatum and retraction video. Do you suspect that this video did anything to undo what was agreed upon with the retraction video?
2: No, it's not that video that did it.
0: Okay. And right around that same time, they sent you an offer to mediate. Is that right?
2: Um, the offer to mediate was in the end of October.
0: Okay, it wasn't until right October twenty fourth that you got the actual invitation to mediate. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so how did that go? What what exactly were they offering or inviting you to?
2: It was that they were dissatisfied with the retraction video that I had made. And they would like to mediate before we go to court. And they wanted to know if I would be willing to participate in mediation. And I told them that I was, but honestly I was very confused because I did everything that they asked me to. Um, I personally even went a couple steps beyond. Like I pretty much dropped off TikTok. Like I made a couple more videos, but that was it. And I used to be a daily creator. Um, I stopped my, pretty much stopped my Instagram. I pretty much stopped on my Twitter. Uh, Like I was afraid, are they watching my accounts? Like if I retweet this thing, are they going to try to use this against me? So I stopped being online. I stopped hosting my community that I had built and, and sharing the things that the satanic housewife means. And, you know, all this hosting and recipes and all this stuff, I stopped doing all of that, um, or slowed down dramatically for months because I was afraid of what might happen because I posted my retraction. I told them I posted what they asked me to and I heard nothing.
0: Oh, after you posted that retraction video, there was no communication on that.
2: Correct. I sent them an email and I told them that I've done what they asked. I posted the video. I used the script they provided and that I, I think, I think I even said like, Oh, here it is. Uh, I've made the video requested and used the script provided. It has been published on my personal TikTok. As requested, I have attached it to the original video as well as attached it to the original video on my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. For good faith, I have also posted it as its own separate video on those platforms as well. I am hopeful that by fulfilling the demands, we can resolve this matter. And I heard nothing. Hmm. So what happened was TST followers were saying horrible things about me online. Uh, They were calling me a crisis actor. They thought that it was fake, that I was making everything up because honest to God, why would TST sue somebody like me And I have that same question? Um, so I think it was right for them to question it. I think you should question things. So I posted the demand letter in my TikTok. I shared the demand letter uh, to let people know that, yes, this is really happening. I am not making it up for clout. Why? like. My retraction video is embarrassing, y'all. Do you think I want people to see that of me on on the Internet? Like, I carefully curate my photos, and here I am bawling my eyes out. My face is puffy. I'm red. I can barely talk. Like, it was embarrassing. It wasn't done for clout, but they kept saying these things. They kept saying, no, this is fake. No, she's making it up. No, this isn't real. TST guys, look away. This isn't a thing. She's just some horrible TST hater. So I posted the demand letter and because I posted the demand letter, they proceeded with the lawsuit.
0: Oh, that you, you suspect that's what did it.
2: I know that's what did it. Cause that's what they wrote in the lawsuit.
0: Wow. Okay. Wow. That's, that's a little strange, right? I wouldn't even.
2: Yeah. Hmm. They're suing me because I told.
0: Right. They wanted it to seem like you on your own felt terrible and, and took back your words, but they didn't want people to know that they forced you to do it.
2: Yeah, somebody wrote uh, and on one of the comments on one of the social media platforms, somebody wrote, this is going to Streisand effect so hard. And I had no idea what that was. So I looked it up and I guess that's what happened. And then I guess that's why they were a little upset because the video didn't get what I'm sure was their hoped for reaction. Mm -hmm. People weren't mad at me. They were mad at the satanic temple.
0: Right. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, that's a weird one. So, all right, that's at the end of October, and then we get into November, and mediation starts to become a possibility. How does that go down?
2: Yes, they say, hey, let's do mediation, and I say, yeah, um, I'm confused why we're doing this, because I've done everything that you've asked, and at this point, I don't know what you want from me. Um, And their lawyer responds and says, spare me the chicken shit excuses, which I thought was just Mm -hmm. oh-so-professional. And so they try to hire a mediator from Arkansas. And at this point, I have reached out to potential counsel and asked for advice and said, what do I do at this point? Um, And he said, don't let them start mediating in Arkansas. You don't live in Arkansas. doesn't make sense. Okay. Uh, The other problem was the date that they picked for me for mediation, my toddler i have a special needs toddler had a specialist appointment that we had been on a wait list for for months (laughs) yes uh so i couldn't make the date like i'm not getting rid of his appointment for this this is necessary testing that he needed so i told them i would prefer a texas-based mediator i am in texas and you are threatening to sue me and i can't make the date that you want i have a prior commitment and then i heard nothing Again, until he electronically sent me a lawsuit on Thanksgiving.
0: Yes, November 24th on Thanksgiving, you get the email with the actual notice of the lawsuit.
2: Yeah, I wasn't sure where it had been in the filing process. I do know that in their email, they asked me to do them a favor and, and save them from having to spend the money of uh, on a person to serve me the lawsuit, which is legally required. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Save them the money.
2: Um, I totally want to do that. <laughs> wow.
0: So in the suit, the satanic temple is seeking up to $250,000 and non-monetary relief. Is that right?
2: That's what I read. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, what do you think TST's motivation is Pursuing you. Would you categorize this as a slap suit?
2: Oh, that's the question, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel that at this point, at this point, because I did post exactly what they asked of me, um, and they still are proceeding with the lawsuit. I do feel like this is an attempt to get me to stop speaking about this. Yeah. If it had dropped after I made the retraction video, I might be inclined to say, no, I don't, I don't really think it is a slap suit, but considering I took every step that they asked of me, uh, they asked me not to delete the video. First off, that's another thing I would like people to understand is that in my original communications with them, they told me to not delete my video. Right. Uh, People were very confused. Why don't you just delete it and move on? They told me not to, so I didn't delete the video. Um, I posted everywhere they asked of me. I posted extra than what they asked of me. I used the script they gave to me. And here we are. So if it had stopped after the retraction video, yeah, I would have been like, oh, guy, maybe it's not a slap suit. But considering where it is now, I do. I do think that they just want me to shut up.
0: If we are looking at it through the lens of a slap suit, as they call it, it's... You know, one aspect of it is to get you to shut up about this stuff. But I think maybe even bigger than that is the idea that everyone else better shut up about all of this, too, or you're next.
2: I do agree with that, especially when you know about the other lawsuits or the the threatened lawsuit like with you. Uh, I'm wondering how many other people are out there Um, or when you know about the social media person that TST has hired. To scroll through social media, That's right. find any negative commentary on TST and report it, so they can see if it's defamatory.
0: That's right. It did what? come out. It did come out that they employ a person, actually employ a person, not a volunteer, to my understanding, whose job it is to um, scour the internet for people criticizing the Satanic Temple
2: and report that back, so yeah. they can do something with it, which I would assume would be. <laughs> More demand letters. Right. <laughs>
0: Threatened with lawsuits. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, where are we now? I mean, you've got this lawsuit out there. Are you preparing to defend yourself in court?
2: Yep. I've received a uh, counsel. Um, I've hired them. They have responded to TST's lawyers. Okay. Um, and we are just waiting to to hear from TST's lawyers at this point.
0: Okay. And I guess there's no reason to expect that any of it will move very quickly, I suppose.
2: No, unfortunately not. Um, These things can take years. It usually seems to take a while. Yeah. If we look at their history with cases also, it is, appeal after appeal after appeal or, you know, refiled motions. And they drag it out. Yes,
0: yes. And and again, we won't get lost in the weeds here. But early on, we mentioned the comparison to the lawsuit against the queer satanic group that they've had Mm -hmm. going for some time now. And that case was recently dismissed again, sort of a, a loss for the satanic temple. But they did then immediately go and appeal it once again.
2: Again. Yeah. And And I I actually kind of,
0: I don't know if I should ever be surprised, but I was sort of surprised. I thought, well, maybe that's it for that one. But no, they are right on top of it.
2: Um, Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, But the thing that gets me is in these satanic online spaces, people don't seem to understand that I'm separate from queer satanic. My lawsuit and the things that I'm saying. I'm not queer satanic. So yeah. people need to stop lumping us together. Oh, do and you find that's, that.
0: that's happening? They're just sort of connecting it yeah, all together.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 they think that the lawsuit against me is just another queer satanic lawsuit. Gotcha. It's not. It is another lawsuit against somebody from TST. So that is an important distinction. If that starts clicking with people where they are realizing it's me. It's queer satanic. It's the Newsweek author. You know, all of these things, they're separate. We're not one big conglomerate of people. Right. Uh, It's like working together to be against TST. And honestly, I said this on Twitter too. I'm not against TST. I don't hate TST. Um, If you go through my social media before the lawsuit, I almost never mentioned the satanic temple. Right. Uh, You don't see me in satanic temple spaces. You don't see me tagging them on Twitter or in Reddit. Like, you don't see me participating in that thing. That's not me. That's not my personality. So on Twitter, there was the Jezebel article that came out. I don't know if you remember this. Yes. Um, Yeah, Jezebel article about um, for abortion access, for abortion rights, you should be supporting things other than the satanic temple. I had retweeted that and commented on somebody else's tweet of it. And Lucian started tweeting at me after that. And this is after I have a demand letter from them, right? This is after they've threatened to sue me. And now he's tweeting at me and he's threatening to release my emails, my communication with their lawyer. And so I posted my emails because I don't have anything to hide. I don't know why they thought this would be a thing. Um, So I shared the screenshots of my emails and I told him right then, I don't hate your organization. Like, I am not here to be anti-TSD. I am here to support people that need abortion access. Could yes. you please understand this? And he said, fair enough, and walked away. And that was it. But then this lawsuit is still happening.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. There's a lot of fair enough, but yet the lawsuit <laughs> is still happening. Is there anything that we've left out or that you want to express before we wrap up?
2: I don't think so. I do I do think that it's important to note that the lawsuit is moving forward because I was talking about it. That's, that's huge to me. Um, and, and for people that are supporting this organization, I, I want them to understand that the lawsuit is moving forward because I told you it was happening because I told you what was happening to me and that's why it's going forward. Right. That's scary.
0: It is. It is. And at the end of the day, you know, if we are to believe that everyone's motivations are pure, then you and the Satanic Temple want essentially the same thing. I mean, you know, also you, there's that. Yeah, people are aiming for abortion access. That that's what we want. We'd like there to be abortion access to the people that need or want one. And um, hmm, so much yeah. in between causes problems.
2: We are on really the same side. Like, I, I don't want religion in schools. Uh, you know, I want freedom from religion. I want you to have rights to your own body, to do whatever it is that you want. I, We are on the same side. <laughs> yeah. So why? Uh, um, but yeah, in, in the um, papers that they gave me, one of the things that they bring up is that I said, I don't blame you for not believing it or asking for evidence because that's what you should do about everything. And then I posted the demand letter and they put that in here as a bad thing. Right.
0: Yeah. And was there any, um, I don't know enough again, you know, I'm no expert on the law, but was there any indication that you should not be sharing that, that it was confidential information?
2: I don't think so. No. Um, And I think if TSTs, legal team sent this to me and then tst's members want to harass me online and say that it doesn't exist right i should get to share it
0: sure i don't
2: deserve to be harassed for this i i'm not making it up this is a real thing here you go and now um i think the demand letter is part of like other court cases um so it's it's on the internet it's out there from sources other than me
0: all right well Where can people find you if you would like to be found?
2: I am the satanic housewife on almost every platform. I have a public Facebook, which tends to be a little bit more political. Uh, I have a public Instagram, which is more, of course, picturesque because it's Instagram. Um, and that is satanic housewife on Instagram and it's more Of the recipes and the you know, homemaking type stuff, sure. uh, the political views are on Facebook and are on Twitter. It's also the housewife on Twitter. Um, I do have a TikTok, however, it's not being used. So, <laughs> sure,
1: um,
2: if you want to watch the older videos, I used to post a lot of stuff about my chickens and my garden. Um, feel free to go check those out because I think they're adorable. Um, I did a lot of cosplay things, it's like Christmas elves and those videos on it. Um, Yeah, just the Satanic Housewife. Type that in and you're going to find me.
0: All right. Sounds good. Well, Eve, thank you very much for taking the time to share this whole story with us. And I wish you good luck moving forward.
2: Thank you so very much. It was great to be here to talk about this and share all of this stuff.
0: Great. Thank you very much. And that is all I've got for you today, guys. If you've got a moment out there, please visit the website at HailSatanPodcast.com. Stay safe out there. And hail Satan.
2: He